0: ready to give your fur baby the absolute best life possible and live your very best life too break free from the chains of the physical mental and emotional challenges that can limit you and your pets to feeling stuck and struggling and instead finally experience what you are both meant to a life unleashed If you are a pet parent, you want your pet to be as healthy and as happy as possible. You don't want them to just have a long life. You want them to have a high quality life. And you keep an eye out for challenges so that you can address them sooner rather than later. But what is it that we need to be checking for? And how do the feet, these adorable little paw beans, What do those have to do with your whole pet? Healthy paws make a healthy and happy pet. And we're going to go into what happens to your pet's whole body when good paws go bad (laughs) and what you can do to prevent any challenges that come up when they do have issues with the paws. what you can do to prevent the issues with the paws in the first place, and how you can support them if they've already got a challenge in those beans so they can start spring off on the right foot. If you're new to my world, welcome. I'm Dr. Vicki, general chiropractor for people as well as pets. I'm a Reiki healer and a mind-body coach. This is my, my trusty sidekick Blitzen because my actual pet is the Tally Cat who is currently asleep in the window, and I didn't want to disturb her to come bring her on camera and mess with her feet. So we get blitzing today. So feet are the foundation for your entire pet. And if we think about some other foundations in our life, you know how important they are. If the foundation of your house has a challenge probably going to have some challenges elsewhere in the house too. Could be something as minor as the pictures don't hang quite straight or the floor creaks when you walk across it could be something major where you're going to end up with breakdown. Nobody wants to deal with that at three o'clock in the morning. If you think about the foundation of your car, your wheels, the tires, if you got a challenge in one of those wheels that it's not in harmony with the other three, well, It's going to make for a rougher ride. You're going to have to muscle the car around a whole lot harder than you should, where it should be easy to drive. Now you've got the exact opposite. And again, if you let it go for too long with that foundational challenge, you're going to have a bigger breakdown and spend some time on the side of the road and a whole lot of money to fix it. We don't want that experience for our fur kids. So let's dive on in about what we need to look for in our pet's feet and why that's important because the feet affect the whole pet. So when we're talking about feet, we've got the nail, the nails, and we've also got the paw pads that we want to think about. When we're looking at the nails, the nails are supposed to help our pets grip the ground so that they can take off for their 3am zoomies and also so that they can take off if something's coming after them and they need to get out. Nails are important for grip both indoors and outdoors. So even if you have an indoor-only pet or a predominantly indoor pet, those nails are still really important. And what can happen most often with nail challenges is they end up getting too long. Because, let's face it, some of our pets just do not like their nails to be handled, their feet to be handled, let alone their nails trimmed. This is usually the point where we enlist professional help. (laughs) But if those nails get too long or if they get jagged because something happened, now those nails can rip and catch either on the ground outside or most commonly on the carpet or on the rugs. When they rip those nails, now we've got an injury, not only in the nail itself, but they can tear or damage the tendons that are further up in the paw or the tendons and muscles that are further up in the foot that also attach into the paw. And now they're limping and they're in pain. I don't know if you've ever sprained your ankle, but when you're limping, it throws off your whole body because when you can't put full weight or full function into one of your feet, everything else has to compensate. Yes, they have two more feet than we do, but the same thing happens if they've got to shift their weight off of a foot because it's hurting. Now they're redistributing their weight everywhere the feet are the foundation. And if we've got an unlevel foundation, now they've got to throw more weight. Let's say they rip a nail in their, in their front paw. Now they've got to throw more weight to their, their back end on the other side. Same, same thing in reverse if they rip a nail on their back and if they've got to throw more weight into their shoulders. Wherever they're throwing more weight now has abnormal wear and tear. It's now got more forces going through it than it was it designed to take. And that's where we end up with seeing more challenges, maybe in the shoulders, maybe in the low back, especially in our long, low little dogs. And that can lead to disc injuries, arthritis, muscle challenges, all from the nails, Another thing with nails is if they get too long, they can overgrow into the paw pads. Nails grow in a spiral. So if this is their paw and these are their claws, they should be coming you know, straight out or even down a little bit, but eventually they'll start curling and curling and curling and they can actually grow into the paw pads. You see this more in cats than you do with dogs, but I've seen it in both. and oh my goodness, that hurts so much. And again, we're back to now they don't want to put any weight on that paw and we're throwing off everything else. So when those nails get too long, we we definitely want to keep up with trimming them, but we also want to make sure we're trimming them enough. We definitely want to make sure we're trimming them so that they're not getting caught on things or getting caught on themselves. But even when they're too long, but not so long that they're Uh, digging into their paw pad, they can still get so long that they alter their body mechanics. What do I mean by that? When their nails get too long, especially in our dogs, they should be standing, if this is the floor and this is their paw, they should be standing to where their nails do not touch the floor when they're standing now when they walk you'll hear that click 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 because as they roll over the front of their feet just like we roll over the front of the toes on our sneakers they roll over the front of the toes on on their paws and that's where you get the the toenail click and that's where they should be able to dig in if they need to take off when the nails get too long it actually pushes up the whole paw and now it's like you're walking in high heels put on backwards. Their toes are higher than their heels. Their toes are higher than their heel pad. And that alters how everything has to function. Not only is it freaking uncomfortable, but it throws off their entire body mechanics. It throws off how everything has to move. Now their entire body body, their entire musculoskeletal system has too much strain on it because they're walking on their heels with their toes in the air. So we really want to make sure we keep those nails at a good, short, healthy length. And again, if you need assistance from a professional Go see your groomer or ask your vet for some recommendations. I know some pets do not like it at all when you handle their paws. Sometimes it's better to let someone else do it so that you can still be happy mom that they know and love who doesn't do mean things to them. (laughs) Taking care of their feet is so important whether they like it or not. And the next thing we want to talk about is their paw pads. Now, they're also there to prevent slipping. So the nails are there to help them grip. The paw pads are there to keep them from slipping. So whether they're standing or walking, they need to have sure footing. And if they're starting to slip, that's when they really start to dig in with those nails. And slipping can come from a variety of factors. It can come from too much toe floof. If you've seen pictures of my cat's paws, she's a Maine Coon. She's got a lot of toe floof. She goes skittering across the floor and power slides. That's an example of not having good traction because there's too much fur between her toes. You see this in our fluffy dogs too. It can also come up from a decrease in muscle strength or a decrease in motor function. I see this a lot in our senior pets. I see this a lot in our pets that have had a history of back injuries that have progressed over time when they can't control especially the back end is usually where it starts when they can't keep those muscles engaged enough to keep everything in line and keep everything up underneath of them and in control like they're supposed to those feet will go slipping it's so important to keep good grip on the floor and prevent slipping because slipping can lead to injury it helps slipping makes them fall where they go crashing down on a hip or crashing down on a shoulder and now they've knocked everything off off kilter. Or if you've ever kind of slipped on the ice, you go to correct yourself and you got that sudden jerk to engage all your muscles and keep yourself from biting it on the ground. And then you pull something because you contracted everything a little too suddenly. Same thing happens in them. They can slip and catch themselves, but they've hurt themselves in the catching. They those injuries not only can lead to injuries in and of themselves, but can lead to compounding injuries because that limping, again, throws off their whole mechanics. Now we've got other challenges because things are taking more force than they were supposed to. It can also increase their symptoms from arthritis because, again, we've got more forces going where they're not supposed to. We've got things moving like they're not supposed to. We can also have issues with our paw pads with things being stuck in them. Now, we usually think about things being stuck in the paws or in between the toes in our critters that go outside a lot, especially if you're out somewhere woodsy, but it can happen in suburbs too. It can also happen inside. Our our critters can pick up all sorts of things that we didn't realize were on the floor. So when something gets stuck in that paw pad or gets stuck in between their toes, oh. That, again, can lead to some limping and lead to all the challenges that come with that. And if they've already got arthritis, if they've got it in one spot, like in their neck or in their back from some previous injuries, I guarantee you they've got it somewhere else, too. Because once one thing stops moving as well, everything else has to make up for the slack. If you've got one person at work who's not doing their job, everybody else on the team has to pick up their slack to make it happen. Same thing happens in the body, yours and your pet's. When they've got a challenge somewhere, they've got a challenge everywhere. So if they've got arthritis, maybe in their neck or maybe in their back, they probably do in their feet too, because their feet are having to pick up the slack from compensating from that original injury. And if they've got arthritis in their feet, their feet aren't moving so well. They won't be able to have proper mechanics through that foot. The foundation will be operating differently and that throws off everything else above it. So what can you do? to prevent these foot challenges from coming up or if they've already got a challenge to support them so that they can be their very best from head to toe. Number one, you want to keep their nails trimmed and make sure that you're getting getting them short enough to where when they're standing at rest, they're not walking, but they're just standing still, that their nails are not touching the floor. And again, get help from your groomer or from your vet for advice on how to do that if they will not tolerate their feet being touched because nail care is so, so important, not just for the nail itself, but for the whole body. Number two, we want to get them some products to help with paw grip if they have a challenge with slipping. I often recommend for my senior pet patients that have had issues with the back end not being as in control as it used to be, where their back end slips and they crash a lot. We really want to make sure they've got some products on their feet to help them with better grip to minimize how much they're slipping and falling and minimizing the damage from that. Not all pets need assistance with grip. If your pet doesn't have any issues with slipping, fantastic. If your pet just needs a little bit of a trim on the toe fluff, fabulous. But especially if you've got a senior pet that's slipping, we want to make sure they've got some good help in their paw grip. And there's a few different products out there for that. There's some that are, uh, it's like a stamp pad. Yeah, uh, you'd take a stamp and dip it in the ink and then press it on your paper. Uh, there's some like that that you dip their paw on a pad of like rubbery stuff and it sticks to their paw pad and it's not toxic, so they're they're not gonna get sick from it or anything. They can lick it, it's fine. Uh, and it it leaves instead of ink, it leaves a a rubbery, grippy texture on their paw pad. I've seen some that are a long wearing sticker. You've seen the athletes wearing kinesiology tape, that colorful tape that they usually have running up their bicep or up their leg. It's kind of like that, where it's a a stick on uh, a, a sticker that's supposed to stay on for a while. And they make those for their paw pads. A word of caution with those. Most of the ones I've seen on like Amazon and other places online, they usually are a paw pad that it's your normal paw shape, but the toes are connected to the the heel what you want to do if you go that route is cut the toes apart on the sticker before you put them on your pet because when they walk they need to be able to splay their toes to really get a good grip so you want to make sure they can still splay those toes with that paw grip on there so you want to have all those pieces separate instead of all stuck together some folks will look at booties for their pet most pets won't tolerate them some will and while booties are great for if they're Walking on hazardous material, like if you take your pet hiking, or if you're taking your pet on, you know, a really hot terrain, like out in the desert or, you know, Missouri summers on the pavement, uh, booties can be good. They can be wonderful for some applications for grip, especially in our senior pets. I would kind of test the waters on that because the paw, the booties can spin, and then we don't really have so much good grip and good control as we would like. Keeping some sort of product on their paws, on their paw pads to help them have better grip if they're losing and that grip and they're slipping is so important. Or trim their toe fluff if they're they're just slipping because of that. And lastly, number three, help them keep their mobility. Whatever it is that they've got, whether they've got great mobility now or if they've had a challenge, help them get as good mobility as they possibly can so that the whole body can move as well as it possibly can. We want to keep that function at its peak so that they can stay their very best. And how do we do that in their feet and in their whole body is with general chiropractic care. Now, I have helped so many pets with this, but I'm not quite sure if it's the right fit for your pets. So let's have a phone conversation. Quick, no charge phone consult I'll get to find out more about you and your fur baby and your goals for them, what your vision is for what their life should be like, and we'll discover if I'm the right fit for them. And if I'm not, I'll let you know what your next step is, either with questions you should be asking when you look for someone else, or if there's something else that may be a question that you didn't think of to bring to your vet. So you'll leave with some answers in hand, whether that answer is looking somewhere else where the answer is, yes, we need to be working together to help your fur baby be their very best from head to toe. Because we want them to be able to start it spring off on the right foot. Healthy feet, healthy paws for a healthy, happy pet. All right. I look forward to connecting with you over the phone and learning more about your fur babies. Have a wonderful start to spring. And we'll chat soon. Bye now. Oh, Oh, I almost forgot. If you'd like to reach out to me for that no-charge phone consult, here's how you do that. That's an important thing to know. You can leave me a voicemail or a text message on my direct line at 636-751-3150. Or you can get on my personal calendar, which is on my website. Complete wellness C C. Dot com. There's a link at the top that says consult. Go there. And that will get you over to my personal calendar where you can pick a time for your call that works great for you. Again, I look forward to hearing more about you and your fur babies and helping them be their very best. For real this time, take care. Bye now. So what do you most need to know right now to help you or your pets live a life unleashed? Send your questions and suggestions for topics you'd love to learn about to at completewellnesscc.com or follow the link in the show notes. It's time to break free from what's holding you and your pets back and live a life unleashed.